Hi, this is Andy, and you're listening to a branch pod of the Bank of Marquis Movie Podcast, a podcast coming from a branch office of the Bank of Marquis. And today's branch office is the List Branch Office, the office where we keep all our lists. And today's list is the top 15 movie franchises in film history. Now, first, some rules. The franchises need to have at least five movies in them, so No Hunger Games, Men in Black, and Indiana Jones. Also, they need to have some connecting tissue besides the studios presenting them, so uh, a franchise like Pixar movies is out. And they need to be something more than just a common author of source material, so Stephen King movies are out as well. Also, I have to admit, I am not a big horror movie guy, so you will not find the Saw movies or Friday the 13th or Freddy or Mike Myers or those kind of things on this list because I just don't watch them. So here then are my top 15 movie franchises. Number 15, Lord of the Rings. Now many of you will be surprised by how low on this list this franchise is, but I would argue that this should not even be on the list. Now the first three films are very good and I would recommend watching the extended versions of them. But the next three, the Hobbit films, are really mediocre with about a film's worth of material spread over three films. I mean, this was clearly a cash grab. Now, there are six movies in this franchise, so it does put it on the list, but just barely. Number 14, Sherlock Holmes. Now, I'm referring to, of course, the Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce Holmes and Watson films of the 1940s. But to really solidify it on the list, I'll add the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes films, and if I want to cheat, I'll add the Benedict Cumberbatch BBC series, as well as any other Sherlock Holmes um, films that have been made, like The 7% Solution from the 70s, uh, things like that. Now, I'm just going to ignore the Will Ferrell, Stinker, Holmes and Watson comedy from late 2018. But if you haven't seen the 1940s Sherlock Holmes films, check them out. They're quite fun. Lucky number 13, Planet of the Apes. Now, I loved the 1969 Charlton Heston film in my youth, and I headed to the multiplex for every, ever-decreasing in quality, sequel that occurred. And I rather liked the failed Tim Burton reboot in 2001. And, like everyone else, I was surprised by how good Rise of the Planet of the Apes was in 2011. Though the two sequels decreased in quality for me. But give me man versus apes fighting any day. Number 12, The Bourne Franchise. Now, while I can complain all day about this franchise inventing the quick-cut edit fight sequences that are so overused nowadays, these Matt Damon films are darn good. Now, I even like the Jeremy Renner-led failed expansion of the franchise a while back, and that's worth checking out. But I will head to the multiplex whenever Bourne returns. Number 11, Pirates of the Caribbean. Now, while folks complain of the decreasing quality of these films and the increasing annoyance of the Johnny Depp Captain Jack Sparrow character and the increasing reliance on CGI, I couldn't disagree more. I love these films. I enjoy every one of them. And I can't wait for the next one to come out. All right, we now enter the top 10 with number 10, the Universal Horror Films. I'm talking about the classic black and white Frankenstein, Mummy, Wolfman, Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon films and their sequels. I mean, starring such great names as Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi. They're a must-watch for every film fan. Number 9, the DC Extended Universe. I'm going to include 1980s Superman and Batman in this. Now, while I wouldn't put the current DC Universe films on this list, though I do enjoy them even though they lack humor, 
And The Modern Wonder Woman is a very good film, and Aquaman is an enjoyable enough mess. But if I add the very good 1980s version of Superman starring Christopher Reeve and the Michael Keaton Batman films, then these make the list easily. And if I added to this the Christopher Nolan Christian Bale Batman films of the early 2000s, then this might not even be high enough on the list. Number 8, The X-Men. Now, the Patrick Stewart Hugh Jackman films of the past 20 years showed that comic book superhero films can work, and the reboot with the younger generation works mostly. And it will be interesting to see if the upcoming Dark Phoenix film will cap these films off or bury them. But if you haven't caught the dark, brooding, and foreboding Logan from 2017, Patrick Stewart deserved an Oscar nomination for his acting in this film. Then do yourself a favor and check this out. Number 7, Star Trek. Now, the William Shatner films are fun, topping off with the Save the Whales Star Trek IV, and then add to that the Next Generation films, uh, First Contact being the best one. And then swing around with the Kelvin Universe Star Trek film starring Chris Pine, then you have a strong franchise over 50 years in the making. Number six, The Fast and the Furious. Now, who knew when the first three really dumb, really disposable Fast and Furious films came out that the makers of these films would figure it out and, starting with about Fast Five, really turbocharge this franchise as it gets bigger, better, and more preposterous and more fun to watch with each installment. And now with Hobbs and Shaw coming out this summer, the ninth film in the franchise if I count correctly, they are expanding their universe and I couldn't be more excited. Alright, we're into our top five, but before we get there, let's see what numbers 16 through 25 were. Number 16, The Muppets. 17, Rocky. 18, Alien. 19, Jurassic Park. 20, Die Hard. 21, Terminator. 22, Transformers. 23, Airport. 24, Rambo. And 25, Police Academy. And now back to the countdown. Number 5, Mission Impossible. Now the Ethan Hunt, Tom Cruise, Impossible Mission films get bigger and better every time out, with the last installment, the 8th film in this franchise, the best of the bunch. Now, I don't know how much longer Mr. Cruz can run around and make these films, but I'll be attending these with high expectations every time they come out. Number four, Star Wars. Ooh, controversial at number four. Why isn't it higher? Well, I liked the original trilogy, episodes four through six, you know, and four and five are great, and six is pretty good. Then the prequel trilogy, episodes one through three, are a complete disaster. And the current trilogy, episodes 7 through 9, are shaping up to be very good. 7 I liked a lot, 8 not so much, but I'll give it to them and let it roll until we see what number 9 does to tie it all off. But to be honest, for me, the best film in this bunch is 2016's Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. That's a crackerjack action-adventure flick unencumbered by the Skywalker family saga, for the most part. Now, I even enjoyed the standalone solo film, though the lead in that was pretty weak. Now, I hear the makers of Game of Thrones are tabbed to make the next non-Skywalker family Star Wars trilogy. So I'm excited to see how they expand this universe going forward. And maybe this bumps up the list. Number three, Harry Potter. Now, the original eight films of the Harry Potterverse really set the template for how to do a franchise, each one building on the previous film, increasing in complexity and emotional depth as they go. Unfortunately, the Fantastic Beasts films thus far don't quite live up to this level. So I'm knocking this franchise down a peg for this, and some would argue this should be four and Star Wars should be three, but okay, fine. Now, I understand that there are three films yet to come in the Fantastic Beasts series, so there's hope. But the first eight original Harry Potter films, 
absolutely fantastic. Number two, James Bond. Now, whether it's Sean Connery, Roger Moore, or Daniel Craig, this series defines the term franchise, reinventing itself over and over again when a new Bond takes control. In over 50 years of filmmaking, these movies never failed to entertain, reflecting the standards and tastes of their times while delivering top-notch action along the way. And now, the number one film franchise of all time? Well, it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, of course. Enough said, as Stan Lee might say. The 22 interconnected movies in this film franchise shows remarkable planning and intricate design culminating in Avengers Endgame, which was the endgame in more ways than one. With this latest and greatest of the Marvel films, we say goodbye to some fan favorites from the past while opening the door to new heroes and new adventures yet to come. All I can say is, bravo Marvel for a job well done. And those are my top film franchises of all time. Agree? Disagree? Send me a note. Bankofmarquis at gmail.com. That's B-A-N-K-O-F-M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at gmail.com. And check out the website, www.bankofmarquis.com. And you can take all these rankings to the bank of Marquis. <laughs>